This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2022 Tournament. We have two brackets of 16 players. On one side, eight of the BTP Patreon members. On the other side, eight Benchwarmers. Each side will crown a champion, and those champions will face off against each other to find out who will be the 2022 winner of the Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that they are not an ordinary Benchwarmer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am not your host, Matt. Today's game will be round one of the 2022 BTP Tournament. This match will feature Mark Grenier, who we exclusively make uh, fast break episodes for, versus Mike Corey, who is loving the fact that his Buffalo Bills are statistically the team that to beat in the NFL this season. So welcome to the bench, gentlemen. So Mark, let's talk about uh, you and who you are. We already know that, so we don't care any about that stuff. Why don't you tell us about your least favorite thing about the Magpies losing to Sydney yesterday and the uh, finals of the AFL? Uh, the least favorite thing for me was that I had bet on the Magpies. But you, money you, line, you took the points. Money though, line right? only. No, I took the money line. Oh, I was money line only. No. <laughs> and waking up yesterday morning and checking the score and being like, one point, one, one, oh, one, one point. point lost. One point lost. Uh, so that would have been a nice payday, but you know, it is what it is. I'm still cheering for Geelong, Geelong uh, cat. <laughs> Cats, um, <laughs> because I hate Sydney and I hate um, that <sighs> that dirty, dirty, rotten scoundrel who uh, everybody loves and has a Pretty lot much of everyone kick, on the team is scoundrels. Kicked a lot of goals, so. Yeah, he always kicked a lot of goals, that's for sure. Let's hand it over to Mike, Mike Corey. So we hear that that Eric Ede has had some transformations in his body of late, and he's getting into better shape, and he's doing a lot of working out, and he's feeling fantastic. Now he has joined a hockey league, evidently, as a sub and something like that. So the question that we are all very much interested in is, when will the Circuit City Basketball League start again, and will he be the starting center or power forward on that team? Yeah, I, I think Eric's going to be the power forward. Uh, we're going to get that up and running as soon as possible. Um, I'm going to make sure I'm invited this time. I, I might start the league. Just <laughs> I think that's the only way to ensure that I actually get invited is I have to start the league. Um, otherwise, he's going to leave me out. Of course. But, love yeah, I see him as a power forward. I mean, he, he can move. Yeah, he's got some moves on him. Yep. It's all right. Uh, and, uh, and without further ado, I am going to introduce this year's host of the BTP tournament, none other than the famous and infamous Ryan Myers. Ryan, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for Howdy. doing this for it's, us. I'm happy to. It's been a minute. Um, when you approached me about getting all this done, it was very exciting. I was very happy to contribute, uh, especially after seeing all the names of the folks that were uh, going to be competing this year it's going to be good to see some familiar faces and meet some new ones as well i have to be honest that when somebody brought up the idea of doing a tournament this year i was a little bit daunted because we had a lot of stuff going on and the podcast like has gotten bigger and everything yada yada over the last year so i thought well we could bring somebody else in to help us out at least to host it or to maybe help us write some questions and when you like just jumped up and said yeah, I would help do all that stuff. I was like, just blown away. So I, uh, you know, I hope you understand that we all know who you are, 
what you represent in the trivia world and thank you thank you very much for doing all the work that you do that's very kind of you to say thank you it's it's an opportunity i didn't want to turn down especially because i'm so fond of so many people involved with this podcast both behind the scenes and those 100 people that you're fond of so yeah yeah you're pretty all right (laughs) (laughs) all right well then when i go ahead and i will he be here to score keep and i will be here to wrap things up but otherwise this is your show gentlemen so let's go ahead and hand it over to ryan and you can take it over my friend thank you very much go ahead sure so when i was thinking about creating this tournament i wanted to have a certain kind of champion uh, in a sense there are shows like american idol or the voice where you only have to be good at singing and there are shows like so you think you can dance where you only have to be good at dancing but then there are shows like rupaul's drag race we have to be good at everything singing dancing comedy improv hosting You have to have the whole bag, and that's the kind of winner I want. So we're keeping it simple this first round. I've got 12 categories, 12 questions across vastly different number of sports and other sports style, uh, you know, arenas, so to speak. So I'm simply going to give you a question. Y'all will give me your answers. Sorry, I will give you your these questions. You can give me your answers, and we'll go forward from there. I'll give you about a minute to think on each because, you know, I'm not trying to screw you over on time. With that, um, these categories are going to go alphabetically. I will put them in the chat for you all because that might help. Who knows? Your first category is going to be over baseball. Your question is, Lefty Grove and Mickey Cochran. Tom Glavin and Javi Lopez and Dwight Gooden and Gary Carter are generally recognized as some of the all-time great pitcher-catcher combos in baseball history. What seven-letter term is generally given to this pairing of positions? I'll give you about a minute to think that over and submit an answer. Make sure you submit it directly to me in the chat so the other person does not get a free point based on your supreme knowledge. Already, answers are submitted. Uh, Mike, what did you have for this uh, question? Well, I had no idea. So I tried to think of a seven letter word as quickly as I could uh, just to move on. And couplet came to my head. That's two people. So I said couplet is for a terrible answer that's definitely wrong. Well, the couplet is the most important part of any good Shakespearean baseball league, as you know. So. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And Mark, what did you have? Uh, the, the term that for, I love these uh, letter question, you know, how many letters in, a, in an answer? So I have to actually type it out to be like, okay, how many letters does the word battery have in it? I'm like, yep, battery has seven letters. I've heard of that as a pitcher catcher combination. So I said battery. And battery is the correct answer in this case. Very well done, Mark. I'm not sure where that comes from. I probably could have looked that up beforehand, but I also wrote these questions like months ago. So <laughs> if I did have that knowledge, it is now gone. For, be uh, forgiven for no flavor text, Ryan. It's, it's okay. No flavor text. <laughs> I am the least flavorful person. All right. Um, next category. Let's move on. Moving from baseball to basketball. With the first pick in the 2022 WNBA draft, the Atlanta Dream selected Ryan Howard, a guard from which SEC school? This university was upset in the first round of the tournament this year by Princeton, and the answer is not Tennessee. Alrighty, we've got answers submitted. Mark, you submitted second, so I'm going to have you answer first here. Which SEC school were you thinking? I'm not sure why it popped into my head. 
because um, historically they haven't been a great women's basketball program. But I said Kentucky. Their men's team also is garbage, and that is not biased and is one hundred percent fact. Um, Mike, what do you have? Um, I, yeah, it's, it's an image of South Carolina popped in my head for some reason. Uh, I, I have no idea, but um, I, I was trying. The answer is not Tennessee. I was trying to figure out if there was a hint in there, but I don't know. I, I just see kind of that South Carolina jersey. Could be totally wrong. Just went with that. Uh, the South Carolina women did exceedingly well in the tournament this year, but ousted in the first round was Kentucky. Well done, Mark. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know why that would just like, yeah, her, her, uh, no idea. I don't watch a ton of WNBA. But... I think Ryan Howard made first, uh, first all rookie team this year. Some she, she had a slightly disappointing year, but she's a good role player. It was a good selection. Uh, your next category, moving on from baseball and basketball, we're going to go to combat sports, sports in which you beat the hell out of your opponent. Illegal in boxing, MMA, and other combat sports. What is the animalistic term for a blow delivered to the back of the head or neck? Boxer Prichard Cologne was in an over 200-day coma after receiving several of these and, over six years later, is still recovering. All right, you were both in very quickly. Um, Mark, you submitted second, so I'm going to have you answer. The first thing I thought of was a rabbit punch, um, which I think is punching somebody in the back of the head. So that's what I went with. And Mike? Yep, rabbit punch. Uh, no idea why it's called that. Can't imagine rabbits punching in the back of the head, but... Well, yeah. the answer I have that. here is donk. I know, just to know, rabbit, rabbit punch is absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> Yes, rabbit punch is correct. Very well done. Uh, we're going to move on to football uh, in the American gridiron sense. Although I'm not sure they're all American over the course of this first round. Your question, gents. The subject of the 2008 film The Express. What halfback for Syracuse became the first black player to win the Heisman Trophy and was taken number one overall by the Browns in the 1962 NFL Draft? He was diagnosed with leukemia at age 22 and never got to play in a professional game. Alrighty, let's get an answer submitted if we have not yet. Uh, so that is that. Mike, you submitted second. What did you have to say? Uh, I, I didn't even want to waste your time with a made-up name, so I, I got nothing. Pass. Uh, Emil Pass is actually correct now. Um, okay, so <laughs> Mark, uh, what did you have? I cannot remember the guy's name. I, I I just put in a guess of Davis. The correct answer is Ernie Davis. Ernie Davis. Okay. Hey. I I was Very thinking well uh, the first name that popped into my head when the, for this was Glenn Davis, and I'm like, no, he ran for Army in like the twenties. <laughs> And then I'm like, it's somebody named, I, well, not him too. Uh, and then I'm like, it's Ernie something. Is it Ernie Davis? You know, I'm like, I'm just putting in Davis. I don't, because anyways, worked out. Mark had his hands on screen the whole time. His brain is working in his favor today. All right. Uh, so let's go to the next one. We're going to go from football to one of my very least favorite sports, which is golf. Your golf question, gents. 
routinely ranked as one of the finest courses in the world, which Long Island-based golf course is believed to be the oldest incorporated golf course in the U.S., dating back to 1891. It hosted the 2018 U.S. Open, won by Brooks Kepka, and is scheduled to host the tournament again in 2026. Ryan, what part of golf... Like, uh, show me on the doll where golf, golf touched you to hurt you so <gasps> You could tragically. be doing so much better stuff with land. <laughs> oh, I couldn't agree 100% more, yeah. I actually, for a brief time in college, um, just kind of seasonally, I worked as um, someone who worked the grounds. And uh, those, those mowers that they have are no joke. They are mm. insane and fun. And I almost had one flip on me. And I probably wouldn't be here if there was a roll bar. Um, because one of the wheels broke off, and uh, when I was going over uh, close to an edge, it was I just, on behalf of everyone who appreciates it, Ryan Myers, I would thank you for whoever created roll bars. Thank you. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> Absolutely. thankful. Absolutely. Okay, I've got uh, I've got two answers. Uh, Mark, what did you have to say? I, I was coin flipping between a couple, um, and because I, I just these New York based courses, I know which one it's not because it's not on Long Island, but I guessed winged foot. Winged foot. And Mike, what'd you have? I said uh, Beth Page at first, and specifically Beth Page Black, I believe. The correct answer here is Shinnecock Hills. That was the other one I was, I was flipping between. I know Beth Page is, that's not on Long Island. <laughs> it's somewhere north, Island? north. It's, it's north of New York City somewhere. Not very far, I don't think, but. Yeah, I was like, it's either Shinnecock or Winged Foot, and those are the ones I get confused as to where they are. All right, moving on from golf after G comes H, so we're going to talk hockey here. Gentlemen, your question. In 2009 and 2012, Evgeny Malkin won the Art Ross Trophy for most points earned during the NHL regular season. Between those two wins, two different but also not so different men won the award. Who are these two men? All right, answers are in. Uh, Mark, you submitted the second. What did you have to say? Uh, I almost said something different, but then I got, I think, what was your hint? And I said uh, Daniel Sedin and Henrik Sedin. So I'm pretty sure 2011 was the year the, the Bruins beat the, the Canucks, and I was one of them was the leading scorer that year. So the Sedin twins. Oh, man. I I, I think he's right. I, uh, I screwed that up. I was thinking. That, that hint totally makes sense now. I was thinking that's around the time that Chicago was also good. And so I said, I thought maybe you meant teammates. So I said Taze and Kane. Um, but now I like the Sedine twins better. But yeah, I, I submitted Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. Not so different when you share the same DNA. It is Daniel and Henrik Sedine. Very well done, Mark. Thank you for the clue. <laughs> it would have taken me a second. I think I might have got there with the, just because the, like I said, the Bruins. Um, beat the Canucks in 2011 and despite what people say I do want people to get answers right (laughs) (laughs) so after six questions here um Mark has five points and Mike has one point so there's still a chance but uh Mike you gotta gotta turn around buddy all right here we go turn the sexy off and turn the brain off come on buddy it's easy (laughs) jeez (laughs) <laughs> the comeback is happening. Uh, this next category, we're going to be... Are we really jumping that far? I mean, I blame the alphabet if you have a problem with it. We're going to jump from H to O. We're going to go to the Olympics. 
What businessman in private equity and venture capital was asked to head the Salt Lake Organizing Committee after it was revealed that the International Olympic Committee had taken bribes from the group to secure hosting the 2002 Winter Games? His skill in handling this assignment resulted in a governorship he would take over the following year on the other side of the country. He is still today an elected official, albeit in a different job now. Those uh those large sports organizations like FIFA and US or not the US, just the Olympic Committee, they're completely, you know, uh no bribes, completely honest, oh, you yeah. know, ev- all by it's the mean, board, a hundred percent. Paragon just, of ethics. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Um both of you did have your answers in very quickly. Um Mike, who did you say? Yeah, it's uh pretty sure it's Mitt Romney. And Mark? Became the governor of Massachusetts, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is correct. Very well done. Uh, We are moving on to the next category. This one is racing in various capacities. Gentlemen, your question. In 1994, John Andretti was the first person to attempt, quote, double duty. That is, competing in two auto races held each Memorial Day weekend at which motor speedways? All I need is the names of the cities that come before Motor Speedway in the names of those tracks. Alrighty, answers are in. Uh, Mike, you turned your answer in second, so I'm going to let you discuss this. Which two cities or Motor Speedways did you say? Uh, yeah, Indianapolis, and then no idea in the net. Na- I assume it's NASCAR, so I just took a shot and said Charlotte. And Mark? That was a good shot because it is Charlotte (laughs) and Indianapolis. It's the Indy 500 and the Coca-Cola 600, which are in Indy and Charlotte, respectively. Very well done, gents. Number of bad NASCAR guests to be Charlotte. Charlotte or Daytona. Those are the two, right? Nowadays, it's it's really tough nowadays to do it, too, because they kind of schedule the races, so it's not too possible, which is Mm. silly to me. But whatever. I'm not a racing organizer. What do I know? All right, we're going to go now to soccer. Your soccer question is as follows. Der Klassiker is the nickname given to any match pitting which two teams together. The first of these matches occurred in 1965. All right. Uh, Mark, you submitted second. What did you say? Uh, I think I screwed up. Uh, I was thinking this was Germany. Um, So Bayern Munich, and then it's got to be somebody else. So I just guessed Dortmund, but now I'm reading this again, and I think it's a different country, which is irritating because I know the answer to that one. So anyways, and, I said Bayern and Dortmund. And Mike? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I, I was thinking the same thing as you. Like, It looks German to me, even though it sounds like El Clasico, uh, which would make me think Barcelona and Real, but I went German and figured it's got to be Bayern and, and Dortmund if, if that would be the German version of it. Is it the Netherlands? It does sound Dutch, right? It's is it Ajax and Feyenoord? It's German <laughs> and it's Bayern and Dortmund. Oh, okay, hey. good. Dang. Okay. I was looking at it again. I'm like, oh, a lot of K's it, and it's S's. All the, it's all the letter K's in there, yeah. Yeah. And I also El Trafico. Uh, I was say I learned I learned this season that there's uh, LA Galaxy against FCLA is uh, El Trafico. El Trafico. <laughs> so good. It's great. That was a question in Apocalypse this season. Um, all right, so we're going to go to the next category, perhaps the most distinctive in there, sports media. This could be 
film. It could be talk TV, talk radio, as long as it is sports and media in some sense, it's going to get asked about. Important part of sports culture. Your question is, which sports and pop culture website and podcast was founded by Bill Simmons in 2016 was purchased by Spotify for around $200 million in 2020? Already, Mark, you submitted second. What did you say? I listen to the Ringer podcast all the time. So I said the Ringer. And Michael? Yep, same. What a great website, theringer.com. The Ringer's done. And not yeah. to have anything to do with the highly offensive Johnny Knoxville film with the same name, The Ringer is the same thing. Correct answer. Well done. That's about the one where they fake being in the Special Olympics. You know, like peak 2007 humor. All right, um, we're going to go to the next one, one I would be very good at myself, which is tennis. What sweet duo is the traditional snack of choice each year at Wimbledon? 27 tons and 7,000 liters of this combo were sold at the 2019 Open. You wouldn't know, Ryan, but this was just on an episode that aired here the other day. So, Ah. yeah. So I'm Great pretty sure minds. these guys probably if these guys have heard listened to the last uh, maybe what maybe this episode well, let's see aired, if they're so. loyal listeners. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Mike, I might have been I might have might have been on that episode. Yeah, I think Mark was on that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Mike, what'd you say? Um, I, I did not hear that episode yet. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is strawberries and cream. I remember hearing this like a year ago, maybe more. I don't know. And Mark? Yeah, it was on an episode that I was just on. I think it released last week. Uh I knew it anyways, but yes, it's strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream is correct. Very well done. Again, I wrote this question months ago, so I'm a trailblazer when it comes to Ben Schwarmer's trivia questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we are at our last question, and this is going to be miscellaneous, or as it actually is, miscellaneous. Your question is, what piece of sporting equipment consists of three stumps holding two bales this category just being over kind of anything that didn't fit into the 11 other categories that came before Alrighty, answers are in uh mike what did you guess oh boy i had nothing on this one i mean it sounds kind of baskety to me so i just thought maybe a wicket or a uh you know the, the highlight thing but i went with wicket just to move and- on Mark. Yeah, it's a wicket. <laughs> Come on. The thing, the thing it behind is, the... it is the name of your favorite Ewok. That is correct. It is wicket. Here's my well favorite Ewok. Cricket, oh my god. The two bales threw me off because I'm like, there's got to be one on a wicket. Why would it be two? No, there's well, two. There's, there are three posts, and there's one on yep. top of each little cross yep. section at the top. Um, oh, wow. Matt, what does that bring our total to this even in? Sure, you know, so that brings our game to an end here. And uh, finishing with a strong number of seven in this episode is Mike Corey. So thank you very much, Mike. But today's winner will be moving on to the next round of the 2022 BT tournament with a score of 11 is Mark Grenier. Spicy job, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for writing the questions, Ryan. That was awesome. Yeah, happy to. (laughs) Um, I do have I do have a tie break that we didn't get to use. So. I'll give that Are we going to save that for a different episode, or do you want to use it now? No, I have a different tie break for every single episode. Yeah, come on, Matt. Um, you want to throw it out Ryan, just for Ryan's fun, then? Go ahead. 
Yeah. Okay. So your tiebreaker question, Miguel Cabrera earned his 3000th hit in the MLB earlier this year. How many at bats did this achievement take him to earn? Oh, geez. I know because they were at home in Detroit and they wanted to do it at home. But I think in that game, he might've been like 0 for 3. I think he got it in a second at bat in in, in Colorado. You mean all time, right? So you're saying yeah, it's, at least, it's at oh, least three. Oh, man. I thought you meant. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's got to be like. Well, it's, it, it's got to be 9,500. If he was a career 300 hitter, that would be 1,000 at bats. So I would say slightly. slightly 10,000. I'll say it. 9,500. 10,000. 10,000. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said just oh, walks. Uh, I didn't think about walks. Yeah, so it's got to be no. 10, those are 10,250. Oh, did he say plate appearances? No, he says at bats. At bats. I would have said like nine thousand. I think he's a little over a three hundred hitter for his career. So nine thousand would be three thirty. I would have said maybe like ninety three hundred. I think he's he's got to be in the three tens career yeah, batting I said nine, average. I said so nine, two, nine. Yeah, I said nine twenty five or nine thousand two hundred fifty. Right with you, Matt. <laughs> the correct answer is 9,665. Oh, nice. Cool. No, because I, I will say that I didn't put this in an episode that I'm uh, hosting here in a couple of days, but uh, uh, the the park in Colorado, uh, Rockies, I, um, Coors Shield. Field, Coors Field, geez, Shield. has in the time since it's existed, one third of the people who have hit uh, their 3,000th hit have gotten that 3,000 hits. So two-thirds of Ford existed. But since it has existed, four of the 13 that have gotten their 3,000 hit have gotten it at Coors Field. That's, That's wild. I think that huh. is a crazy stat. Yeah. Four. I Weird. mean, this, I'm sure there's somebody out there that can do the math, but I am not a math person. That seems not like a lot. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Matt. And it was good talking with you, Mark and Mike. I hope you have lovely rests of your evenings. Mm-hmm. And Matt, take well, us out. Yep. So, uh, Mike, you're going to, this is the end. Thank you very much for your uh, your being a patron. Thank you for always coming on episodes whenever you're available. Mark, we don't care what you have to say because you'll be on next time. But Mike, if you got a minute, why don't you go ahead and uh, maybe taunt Eric Ede about the Buffalo Bills being good and his Cowboys sucking or something. You feel free to do whatever you want to do, bud. No, no, I'll, I'll let I'll let him just watch. And he, he knows I'm not going to say I, I'm done with Eric. I don't want to talk about him. Mark, that was awesome, man. You did great. And uh, Ryan, these questions were great, man. I, I really enjoyed them. I thought they're really well written. And thank you uh, very much. Good, good luck to you in the uh, going forward, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, it's a great game. Um, Ryan, as usual, much love. Uh, amazing awesome. questions. Um, I'm always glad to hang out with you uh, and Matt. So, yeah, see you in the round two. All right, well, thank you for the listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.